Okay, San Francisco, damn, I thank you for tuning in. Didi LaFrac, keep it real, won't you tell it like it is. Bohemian woman up in San Francisco, talking life plenty convo. Super honest, you already know, the dopest, coolest podcast, yo. Yeah, sharing her life, her stories, I hope you ready, sit back, relax. The sexiest woman is Bohemian Trophy Widow, Didi LaFrac, Hey. <laughs> Hey everybody, it's Didi. This is San Francisco Dam. Welcome to the show. It is Friday, September 16th, 2022. I hope everybody is doing well. Well, what's happening here in San Fran Fentanyl? As I predicted when I first created this platform to demystify the junkie apocalypse that was taking over my immediate district, I knew that eventually the stubborn, in denial, fake phony proglibs would get to the point where their back would be against the wall, and they would have to admit how dystopian it is. Here in San Francisco, it is. All of a sudden, this rag, I'm not even going to name this newspaper. I don't want to hype them up by name. They're finally admitting everything. I've been telling you here, people and new listeners, look at the show list, over 900 shows where I was doing a daily show. Over 900 daily shows where I was demystifying San Francisco. Long story short... The powers that be are finally admitting that over half of the people here in San Francisco have been robbed, that one-third of the people here are looking to get out within three years, that crime is out of control, that people are worried, that Asians are afraid to walk down the street, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And yours truly, your sexist woman is bohemian. I took the slings and arrows. I've been snubbed on social media. I've had my talking points repurposed and softened. There are famous people that would follow me. And then I noticed all of a sudden they stopped following me. I'm like, no problem. Then I'm seeing my talking points repurposed in books and videos. The point I'm making is, now the world knows. The world really knows how bad it is here. Downtown is ghostly. Tech has gone. There is another tech company. So many leave every day. This billionaire tech couple are leaving. They had a big house in Pacific Heights. I would walk by their house. They're leaving. People are like taking the next thing smoking out of here. Our district attorney... A Blatina, her name is Brooke. She is finally what a DA should be doing. She is prosecuting drug dealers. She promises in the next three months there's going to be big change. Drug dealers are actually going to be prosecuted. I mean, that's what Bolsheviks. Bolsheviks want crime and no punishment. And that's what San Francisco has been. And all of you listening that are in safe areas, beware progressive policies. I can't say this enough. It doesn't matter if it's a Democrat. It doesn't matter if it's a Republican or independent politician. When they start talking about progressive policies, you will get to see what it feels like to walk outside of your house or your apartment and see a junkie living in a tent, breaking into your grandmother's car, breaking into your uncle's store, peeing in your garden, defecating on your front steps, breaking into your mailbox. You will get to see because I, I'll say it again, it's completely barbaric to allow junkies to live outdoors on concrete. I can't think of anything worse. They're not getting treated. It's, I wouldn't even let my cat live like that. The point of today's show is I'm, I'm talking about some mixed messages from Meghan Markle 
And I was going to talk about the golden years of San Francisco, but I must speak about this. I was absorbed in researching her, and I made this wonderful video for my Black Lady Divest platform. And I'm going to cross-post, and I'm posting the video uh, in the description link. So if you care to click and watch the video that I made, it's a mixture of truth and satire about Meghan Markle from a divested black woman's POV. You might find it of interest. Now, where I am with her, and I have to say when I made this video, I was laughing in the middle of the night. I'm a satirist. I love to laugh. I was making these little satirical stickers. <laughs> the thing about Meghan Markle, I don't believe anything she says. I don't appreciate that she's using the racism wolf whistle to gather the black troops. Kanye West did the same thing. Kanye dissing black women in his songs, gold digger calling black women gold diggers. What gold? Black males are the brokest males in America, okay? He could uh, go kick rocks with Chris Rock, as far as I'm concerned. Kanye can kick rocks with Chris Rock. So Kanye whining about the white family of prostitutes that he deliberately married and bred with. He, Out of all the women in the world, he married a woman who got urinated on in a sex tape. Yeah, and then he's complaining about her morals. Let me clutch my pearls on that. Okay, I unclutched the pearls. Uh, my eyes are rolling out of my head. What he did, he used the racism wolf whistle to rally the troops. Let's get the black women. Oh, my God, we got to rush and defend a brother because these white women are mistreating him, honey. He got a reality check on that one because things have changed. Black women are not blindly being led by these black celebrities that haven't shown us love. It's also known as reciprocation. Meghan Markle is doing a similar thing. I live in San Francisco. This is a city that has racism. And by the way, I made one public um, claim of racism on social media in the past five years. I went to a store called Bevmo last fall. And I was being deliberately tracked by a Hispanic female security guard. The store already has, um, I like going into these stores that have surveillance cameras because when you put in your complaint, then they go and look at the camera, haha. And I called her out for discriminating against me. I'm like, listen, I know in San Francisco, everybody steals, but every time I turn around, you're in my grill. I'm just doing my job. Your job is to look at everybody, track everybody, not just a black lady looking for a bottle of Malbec. So I complained about it on Twitter. Uh, I, the store manager, he and I had a talk. I think he gave me some, some little whatever it was. I don't go into BevMo anymore. I don't go there anymore. I made my claim. I got vindicated, and I don't patronize them anymore. And the point I'm making about this chick, Meghan Markle, oh, she's saying that the whitest, most uptight, famous family on earth, they're known to stiff up her lip. They barely cry at a funeral. She deliberately monkey branched into that echelon. She starved herself into to be elite thin. She's had numerous plastic surgeries to look less ethnic. How do I know all this? You need to see my video linked below. And after, after it all, after she has this 
big, gigantic wedding after she makes this big play and, and engagement video talking about how wonderful her in-laws are, how wonderful they are. They've accepted her. Oh, my gosh, they're so wonderful. Sitting there clutching maniacally on Prince Harry Hewitt. There, I said it. I'll say it again. Don't tell me he looks like Prince Philip. No, he doesn't. He doesn't have their square forehead. No, he doesn't. Princess Diana was a, she was catting around. I was around when she was alive catting around. He's Harry Hewitt, but anyway, now that things are going south, she's using the wolf whistle of racism to gather the black troops. And unfortunately, a lot of black women are falling for it. You know why black people are more supportive of Meghan Markle than Kanye West. One word for you, if you didn't know it, colorism. A lot of ethnic people are colorist. Colorist is you prefer a lighter shade. Kanye is a dark-skinned, unambiguously black male. He seems bisexual to me, by the way. He seems much happier. He comes alive when he's around males. Yeah, I love using that word, males. A hip-hop influence, dehumanization, males. <laughs> <laughs> and Meghan Markle is a light-skinned biracial woman. Now, the thing, the thing that grinds my gears that I found out researching this heifer, black slang heifer, you know, from heifer, <laughs> from the farm, that heifer, that heifer. She had a robust and supportive black side of the family on her mother's side of the family. Yes, there's photos. Look at the video link. Look at my video on YouTube. And all of a sudden, she's standing alone. No black family. She had the gigantic wedding. Only one relative of this woman was at her wedding. Why the royal family allowed her to marry Harry Hewitt? Oh, yeah, they allowed her to marry Harry Hewitt because he's not the queen's blood grandson. There, I said it. Nobody's going to change my mind on it. People try. I'm like, you're wasting your time. You're wasting your time. I believe what I believe. Anyway, the queen allowed this, uh, uh, what, what is he, her half, her step-grandson, half-grandson? She allowed him to marry this older biracial actor. I do believe if he were her blood-grandson, she would not allow Who is going to allow somebody? They come from a thousand-year-old institution with hundreds of relatives. Who is going to allow their blood-grandson to marry a chick who can't get along with her white father who paid for everything, who can't get along with her black family that nurtured her and raised her light-skinned biracial butt because black people like light-skinned mixed kids, who's going to allow an aristocrat to marry a chick like that with only one family? She fell out with everybody with only one family member at her wedding. That's because he's not a blood royal there. I said it, but to wind up the point of what I'm talking about here, now that she's on the, the slope, the downward spiral of her fame. She's bringing up the racism wolf whistle to get black women to cape and ride for her because we are notoriously supportive to those we support. If you have a black woman on your side, we make and break people's career. There are black stars that have failed because we got together and galvanized and boycotted them. I'm not going to name them here. It's a black girl thing, but we shut stuff down. Now, there is a division. It's a common sense black woman like me saying, hey, wait a minute. This is a white passing woman. Uh, removing herself from all uh, visual blackness, her her choice. I'm not an authoritarian. 
Do what you want. Get two nose jobs. Michael Jackson did. Bleach your skin. Michael Jackson did. Do what you're going to do. That's none of my business. But don't try to now pretend that you're Miss Blackity Black now that supposedly the bad racist asked you or said that the child you would have, they were wondering about the color. Okay, the color of her child. This is what black people talk about all the time, color. What is a baby going to look like? I knew that. I said, this lady has to be a plant or a patsy. When she sat there with Oprah Winfrey cosplaying Princess Diana, fake crying, her face stiff from Botox and uh, fillers, her husband looking completely emasculated and poorly dressed while she's in the Princess Diana cosplay wrote, oh yeah, and then they, they were talking about the possible color of Archie's skin. Hell, of course they're going to talk about it. Like, oh, I wonder if he's going to come, come out looking like Harry with red hair. Oh, I wonder what he's going to look like. That's what people do. That is when I knew she's a phony. Just don't get up and say, oh, yeah, I'm racist. If indeed, as she said, the royal family is racist, and I'm, I'm talking about her. I'm not talking about Prince Philip. I'm not talking about Prince Andrew. People like to get off topic when it comes to her. If indeed the royal family is as racist as she's been yapping about, she knew it. When she got engaged, she knew it, and she deliberately married into a family of racists. Okay, that's my, that's my talk about her. What do you think about it? <laughs> ah, what's for dinner? What's for lunch? What's for breakfast? I, I'll tell you, I am going to have skinless chicken thighs with some chickpeas. I'll make a recipe. I'll give you my quick recipe. I don't do these little teeny tiny five-minute shows anymore. Slice an onion, put it on the bottom of a pan, uh, you open up a can of chickpeas or have your own chickpeas and put that on top of the onions and get your chicken uh, thighs. Did I say chicken breast? Chicken thighs. Cover that with paprika, salt and pepper, a little lemon juice. Uh, cover it and cook it. Take the, take the top off chicken thighs and chickpeas and onions with some lemon and some paprika and salt and pepper. Honey, that is so delicious. So remember, I come to you Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I've got a gigantic archive of over 900 daily shows. Go check them out. I'll be back here Monday. Enjoy your weekend. Thank you so much for listening. I love you. I'm Dee Dee Dam. I trust my vibe. San Francisco Dam. That's today's episode of the San Francisco Dam Podcast with sexist womanist bohemian Didi LaFrac. Remember to join us tomorrow for another episode. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors. Head over to SanFranciscoDam.com for more sponsorship information. Thank you for subscribing and listening.